Garfield! Garfield! Garfield, come and me one go home! Gar! Me Sega, me Sega, me Sega, me Sega, me Sega, Garfield! Garfield, come and me one go home! Boy, that's the kind of tagline that only seems funny at the end of a really long recording session. And we're in the middle of a really long recording session. Yeah, My so name is let's let that simmer for a while. Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim two, Davis. Two episodes from now, we'll both be cracking up. <laughs> my name is my name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, it's Bet the you day weren't it expecting is. that. John, it's the day it is, and we're reading a strip of Garfield. Who knows which number? Let's get things rolling with a brief synopsis. Well, today in Garfield, for Thursday, the day that you, uh, I assume you just said, I wasn't listening, uh, John Arbuckle's latent mutant psi powers become activated, presaging a coming reckoning between Homo sapiens and Homo superior. So we're back to Crisis on Infinite Garfields? Um, I think, I, I really want to say that was DC, but... Yeah, that it's was DC. It's hard to know. Also, I think it was actually in the 90s, now that I think about it. Did we say it was some other date at some other time? We did. We did. Or we, we implied it. Look, John... Actually, I'm let, sorry. Let, me, no, let me go no, ahead and look, walk that no, back. Look, we did, I no, ju- we, no, no, just, okay, we did not first. imply it. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> we, we heavily inferred it, and uh-huh. if you implied it from what we said... We apologize. John, I tried to go ahead with a little gag there. I can't, I can't, I can't not say the day. It's the Thursday, the 14th of <laughs> December, 1978. I can't, I feel like I have a duty to say which day it is. Yeah, it did feel, everything felt upside down. It was really weird. I, there's a, there, we have an unspoken contract with our listeners that we will tell them what I, day hey, it a is. contract. A contract with America, if you will. We'll tell them what day it is, not the day we're recording, Boom. not the Bringing day they're back listening. Bringing it back to 1994, Not baby. the day the podcast was released, but another different day in the 1970s, and then we'll talk about a Garfield strip for a while. Does everybody remember the time that Newt Gingrich complained because he didn't get a seat on Air Force One or some shit? Um... Are you talking about the time he complained about having to go out the rear exit of Air Force One? Yeah, yeah. And and there was that Newsweek cover of him as a baby. I think I do remember that, yeah. Remember how Happy the days. 90s were like, were like that? And how like things are like they are now? Now? It's fucked up. I mean, up. I'm not going to disagree with that. That's definitely true. John, in well, panel one, John Arbuckle is sweeping the floor. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. Yeah, it's he's a, got a, it's a household chore. Yep. Everybody does it. He's We're hunched, here with it. He's hunched over in a... His, po- his sweeping posture is terrible. <laughs> it, it is very, very bizarre. Yeah. He, he's, he's really uh, hunched over. That's bad for his back to sweep his that knees are His knees are, are, are bent almost at a, at a 90 degree angle. Like uh, He looks like he's sitting down yeah, in a chair. He's like a, about to sit about down to in sit a chair that, that doesn't exist. Mm. Uh, and he's holding a broken well, he knows, broom. 
John, he knows that panel two is coming up, and so he can, he's just expecting that some furniture will disappear and reappear in, in unexpected <laughs> places. Yeah. And my favorite part about this, Chris, mm-hmm. those sweep onomatopoeias. <laughs> Five like, of them. Like, cl- cl- sort of like hovering all around John's head, like, mm. like a swarm of, of insects. John, you raise a very interesting point, as you in, as you invariably do on this podcast. Um, Never raised an uninteresting point, if I may say. The the onomatopoeias there. Are, I love that we don't we like we never say it correctly. No, it's it's it's, it's not a word. It's not even a real word. It's a thing we made up. Um, There's a trademark a trademark false, being Jim Davis statement policy. The onomatopoeias, John. <laughs> it's, are, yeah, it's French, right? Yeah. Um, they're not anywhere near the broom. They should be no. down there where the sound <laughs> is being made, right? Instead, they're, as you say, hovering around John Arbuckle's head, almost as if, like, as if they're his thoughts. As if they're his thoughts <laughs> circling his brain like he's going crazy. Like, like there are voices in his yeah. head. Yeah. Like there's well, a voice th- going. This is sweep, this, you know this is just sweep, it's it's, it's sweep, emblematic of sweep. of John's chaotic uh, and clouded mental life, mm. and it's just like like uh, like uh, you know, I, I look at John Arbuckle in this panel and I'm just like, <laughs> man, God, uh, I'm glad I'm not him. Such such anger in, yeah. in him, I sense. You know, he seems frustrated, doesn't he? Uh, great, great, great danger, I fear, in his training. Does it look... Did, now? Okay, I'm looking at this again. Does it look a little bit like John Arbuckle is a warlock and he's about to mount that broom and just fly off into the air? Like, look at his well, body yeah, posture. But, okay, okay, but when doesn't John Arbuckle look like a warlock? I mean, a, yeah, warlock's gonna warlock. War's War gonna lock. Panel two, John. Um, panel two. This is a, uh, this is a great podcast. Uh, panel two, so good. John Arbuckle is it's basically the same posture, but he's rotated 180 degrees on the y axis. <laughs> right, he's now holding really the broom is. straight up and down. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's and a uh, the pile of leaves has uh, greatly increased hair. in pile size. Pile of cat hair. Oh, sorry. I, I, I've, it's a slip of the tongue. I was thinking of it as a pile of leaves because that yeah, resembles sort of a pile. Of how leaves, it plays, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's it's quite large. Garfield is there regarding it, and John is <laughs> berating his cat. Boy, have you do you ever stop to consider like how much regarding Garfield does in this strip? Garfield is a pro. He can regard stuff, you know, <laughs> 18, 20 hours a day if necessary. Um. John is berating his cat. He's saying, for having shed, he's saying, Garfield, what am I supposed mm-hmm. to do with all these cat hairs? Which, as every pet owner knows, is not the correct way to discipline your pet. Now, what you want to do is you want to take your cat and you want to you want to you want to smash its head into the, yeah, the pile of hair. Yeah, put its face into the hair, you know? and then yeah, say, you put its no, face no, in there no. And say no, no hair growing. And then the cat knows not to do that. Yeah. Do you think it's it, it's mildly interesting that John is referring to um, he's cat these cat hairs rather than th- all this, this cat, cat hair. hair. 
they're both correct usages. Neither one is incorrect. But you it's know, interesting. He's referring to each individual hair rather than like a mass of uncountable hair. That uh, that's an aspect of this panel I I I hadn't noticed mm-hmm. before you brought it up. I'm not convinced it's significant. Oh no, it is it is highly insignificant. <laughs> um but yeah, I guess that, that, is, that is weird. Yeah, yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. Um and th- that his that that the question there is what am I supposed to do with all these cat hairs? What is mm-hmm. it just I mean throw it out. It's not a <laughs> I I get if he says like Garfield Stop shedding so goddamn much. Or like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm tired. This is really I'm tired annoying. Of, I'm tired uh, of sweeping up all your cat hair. Oh, oh uh, having a pet in the house is is a huge burden. Mm. Um, why don't you go kill yourself? You know, yeah, any any yeah. of that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. But this this is weird. Uh, what I do but, like, uh, mm-hmm. I like I like the way John is gesturing towards the pile <laughs> with his right arm. <laughs> Agreed. That is, Agreed. That's, that's, that's great. A very, it's a very strong gesture. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 near nearing pantomime level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really believe that gesture. Yeah, he's um, definitely in, in case you're wondering in case looking at this panel, which is a little busy, in case you look at it and you're like, wait, <laughs> what which cat hairs? Which he oh uh, you can see he's gesturing down to the enormous pile of cat hairs. Right, the uh, the only other element in the strip. Well, I mean, you know, there's John, there's a broom, there's Garfield, there's a speech bubble, there's a thought bubble, there's a pile of cat. It's a lot of stuff going on in, in panel two. It's a yeah. hashtag. I guess panel if he two. wasn't if he wasn't gesturing at the pile, a, a reader might think he was talking about the broom. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, we haven't even got to Garfield's response. John oh, asks, which is, uh, Garfield, what am I supposed to do with all these cat hairs? To which Garfield responds, Make yourself another cat. The In same. thought. He doesn't, he doesn't actually say he that. He thinks it. He thinks it. Panel three, mm-hmm. we, we get a as, close... As is the convention in Garfield, for yeah. those who don't know. Panel three. If you're only joining us now, <laughs> midway through episode <laughs> 178, um... Panel three, we get a close-in shot of John Arbuckle. He's staring directly into the camera and thinking to us, and still I, grasping the the tip of the broom. There, I, I just hmm, I don't want us yeah, to forget the broom. Kudos to Jim Davis for remembering to include an object <laughs> that is not being mentioned <laughs> in, in the panel, like it didn't just disappear. Uh, he's thinking, I have the distinct feeling that I was just zinged. John, what do you make of that? It's weird. Mm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's, there's, there's always been this sort of weird interplay between, like, you know, like, does does John understand Garfield? Does he yeah. does he hear his thoughts? I mean, generally the answer is no, but but mm-hmm. but the character of mm-hmm. the thoughts kind of comes through, and I guess that's, I guess that's what's happening here. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't do it's... much for me. I guess he's getting it from Garfield. It's it's weird though because like, on one level, okay, John Arbuckle can't read Garfield's thoughts. He's just right, reading but, Garfield's facial expression. Yeah, and and but, yet he expects 
this uh, unseen audience to to hear his thoughts, to read his thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We know from a previous uh, from last week that I think or no two weeks ago that Garfield can read his own thoughts. <laughs> Yes, and that they become physically altered depending on his physiological state. I wonder if Garfield can read John Arbuckle's thoughts. Um, and you know what else is weird uh, that mm-hmm. I just noticed? Yep. Uh, the last time John broke the fourth wall, mm-hmm. he spoke. He said, I suspected as much in panel three yesterday. That's true, and yeah. And today, he's doing the same thing, but it's a thought. No, like, I, yeah. perhaps it's too much to ask for... Jim Davis to write with some semblance of consistency, but sometimes I, I would, I would, I would like to see you know a particular character. Mm. John, you may you know, even operate recall. the same way from 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 day to day. You may recall you know, Garfield Tuesday. thinks to the audience. John, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going just to back you up. You may recall Tuesday's strip, panel one, two, and three. John Arbuckle is speaking directly to the audience. He's not thinking to us. Mm-hmm. Yep. I th- I feel like we've maybe trod over this ground already, but it makes me wonder if John Arbuckle knows we can read his thoughts. Like, of course he knows we can hear him when he speaks, but does he know that we can also read his thoughts? Yeah. I think um, feel a little bit like a voyeur. I think it would. I think it would be maybe better if he weren't looking at the audience in this one, or if he was just thinking that to himself. Mm. Would that be better? I think so, yes. I think so. Um, but still not good. No. Right? Oh, no. At any rate, you've been listening a, to Being Jim close Davis. Call. The podcast that was like this when we got here. We swear. <laughs> You can, like it's good. you can support the program by leaving us a five star or any star review on iTunes. Like even one star, like that's still a star, right? Yeah, that's good, right? Yeah, any number of stars. Star. Stars are massive objects. Even a single one, you know. Um, <laughs> getting getting derailed. Please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave us a comment. You can email us, info at beingjimdavis.com. You can purchase our merchandise at cafepress.com slash beingjimdavis. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis or follow me at the Chris Winter. True fact. And John is at at Inscrutable Taco. Daylight come and me one go Thanks for listening, and we're really sorry about this week. Daylight come and me one go Chris, I don't think we have anything to apologize for.